The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome back to the Mindspo podcast. My name is Rochelle Fox, and this is another episode of the Mindspo manifestation series brought to you by Manifesty App. And I am joined here with my partner in crime and in business, the other co-founder of Mindspo and Manifesty App, Chris Sol. Hello again. Hey, baby. So what are we talking about today, Sol? Today we are talking about eight things that we no longer do, or at least we try to no longer do, now that we know about the law of attraction, vibration, and manifesting in general. Because there's lots of stuff that, you know, most people are doing and that we used to do that is actually somewhat detrimental if you are looking to manifest your dream life and raise your vibration. And so we're just going to share a bunch of things that we've picked up along the way that we try to be mindful to minimize or adjust or even sometimes flat out avoid these days. And yeah, these are all things that it's an ongoing practice. It's an ongoing practice of self-awareness that when you implement a lot of these, it just means you get to live a, a calmer, more expanded, more vi- high vibrational life in terms of your nervous system and what's buzzing around inside of your skull. Nice. I want to call this episode eight things that could be cock blocking your abundance. <laughs> Legit. Legit. I feel like these are such little things that we are going to talk about today. And I want to say that every single one of these points is going to have an action step because you know, on this podcast, we are all about making it actionable, practical, applicable to you right here, right now. So as you listen, there'll be an action step with each one. And so want to kick it off? All right, let's get into it. So I've got a little list right here. The first one is really becoming mindful of the story that's buzzing around in your head, the things you're saying, the things you're feeling, especially in relation to illness and not feeling good. You might have noticed that on this planet, people make a conversation of how shit they feel. They might be like, oh my God, I think I'm getting sick. And then they'll start thinking about being sick and they start telling everyone about getting sick. They'll post on social media that they're getting sick. And what you have to, what you have to realize is, is that you're giving instructions to your subconscious mind. So you have your conscious mind, which is your ego, the story in your head, the Chris soul up here, you know, with all these problems and things and yada, yada, yada. But then there is this whole other part of you, which is really the greater part of you, which is your subconscious mind. It's the part of you that is filtering your blood and doing a billion processes at once to keep you alive. And really, it's the exact same mind that is also growing the trees and spinning the galaxy. It's like this monstrous elephant. And then we have this little ant that's sitting on top that's going, I'm doing all of it myself, you know. But really, it's this bigger part of you. And you are communicating with it by what you're saying, what you're feeling, your standards, who you're spending your time with, the things you allow into your life. You are actually choosing those controls. And what you realize is, is that most people are just negging themselves all day long. You know, oh, I could never do that. 
and you know, oh, I'm getting sick. So then like, these are instructions you're giving to your subconscious mind. And the way that I like to think about it is that basically the, the subconscious mind doesn't understand a joke, right? It just takes you at your word. It just takes you at your vibration. So that's why you could say like, oh yeah, but I don't really mean that. Yeah, but you're still saying it all the time and you're still feeling it. And so a great analogy here is imagine you're a ship right? And you have this captain at the top in who has the overview effect over everything, who's got the mic, who's controlling things. That's your ego. That's the mind. That's the story inside of your head. That's the part of you that thinks it's you. And then you have a thousand workers down in the bottom of the boat, and they're actually the ones that are doing everything. They're the ones that are doing the work, but they can't see out. All they're doing is listening to what the captain is saying, and then they just go and action it. So if you feel that you might not be feeling so good right now, maybe something's happening. Maybe I'm getting a cold, for instance. If you start saying like, I am getting sick, then all the workers at the bottom go, what's that? Oh, we're getting sick, guys. All right, let's all get sick, basically. So you have to watch out that what the information is that you're giving yourself. And so what I do, for instance, is the moment I notice that I feel like I'm getting sick, I actually, you know, you and me, we sometimes, you, you want to know, you're like, are you getting sick? Do I need to take extra <laughs> I, vitamin C? Do I need to sleep in a different room? I have to say this just before you go on. Chris is a pro at this. Like Chris takes this point that he's giving you to like Bible level. Like he d literally does not say that he's sick. And I'm forever like, like just tell me, me is 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 tell your throat me. scratchy do i need to get vitamin c and he just like he will not give it up you, you and what, you know what i do i say i'm only gonna say this one time i'm not getting sick <laughs> and then you're like oh, oh okay i think he's getting sick but here's the thing but i'm being very mindful to not affirm mm. illness yes. because what, what i do instead in my mind is like I feel amazing. I feel great. My immune system is so powerful. And if I really do feel like, oh crap, I'm actually starting to like, my nose is starting to go and my throat's going, like I will start saying things like, oh, it's passing by now. It's passing by now. I'm already feeling better. I'm always focusing on moving away. And I also have a story in my mind that if I ever get ill, I'm, I'm better within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Like I just, you know, it just comes and it immediately goes. It's just a, a 24 hour thing. And in all honesty, for the last few years, whenever I do get ill, it generally is just 24 hours. These so, are these are facts. Chris has manifested a 24-hour... <laughs> cold, yeah. Yeah, that's just... You, you literally don't get sick for more than 24 hours. Literally a week and a half ago before the retreat. You, you were sick you were like, oh, crap. for 24 hours and then yep. you would... Fine. So you have Amazing. to be mindful of what the story is inside of your head. And so the action step here is just to start paying more attention to your internal dialogue. What are the things that are automatically coming out of your mouth? And can they be optimized? Can they be changed to a better vibration for a better outcome? And this goes into everything. This goes into your temper, into your income, you know, your abundance level, all these things. If you keep saying like, oh, I could never do that. Oh, I suck at this. Then guess what? All the workers in your body are like, okay, we're going to continue to suck at this. And so the action step here is to notice what you're affirming in those moments and then to choose a more positive version, a more positive thing. And you can replace it. You can notice when you're about to say that or when you think that and then say like, what do I actually want though? And then just say that and repeat it a bunch of times to yourself. And in particular, one note here is 
the moment when you are most able to imprint a message onto your subconscious mind is when you're actually just waking up or just going to sleep. It's when your conscious mind is going kind of dozing off. It's like there's a little crack in the door opening up to your subconscious mind. So be really mindful what you say and think and, you know, feel in those moments when you first wake up and as you're going to sleep. So yeah, that is step number one, affirming sickness or in this case, affirming health. Point number two is this idea that your money story or your money blueprint is someone else's responsibility. So basically just like outsourcing this responsibility within your finances to other people. This could be outsourcing it to your parents or your financial planner or your work or your partner, like really taking responsibility for your own money blueprint and realizing that despite what money blueprint your parents have had or the you know whole family lineage that you've come from has had that you can change that that you can shift that that you can really take your power back and change that at any point in your life and I think this is a really important one because I I see quite often with students and with people that I connect with that they have this idea that my family has always been in lack therefore I'm always going to be in lack or my you know grandmother or my my whole lineage has gone through this therefore this is my karma or my dharma to go through this and I feel like it's taking the responsibility and realizing that you can change anything like you can literally be the writer of your story and write a new script but you're the one that has to take responsibility for it and just decide to be like you know what this is going to be something that I am going to make my project my life project is that I am going to shift this I'm going to transform this I am going to be a generational curse breaker. And I just think that is such a beautiful mindset to have. So my action step for this one is to really look at the past and just realize the past is the past. I think just realize that what has come before you doesn't mean that it is going to come after you and that this moment right now, this moment right now is unlimited potential. This is where anything can change, anything can happen, and you have the power over this moment right now. So take your power back, realize that you can make any shift that you want to make, and decide to be the person that's going to shift whatever story you feel you have inherited. Absolutely. I think anybody that's created a huge amount of abundance as like the first person, there must be so many examples in history where somebody was the one that came along and changed the whole family's blueprint Mm -hmm. at that point, right? So why can't it be you? Literally. Yeah. Okay. So the step number three or the third point on third thing that we don't do anymore and we try not to do anymore is we try not to watch low vibrational content before bed in particular. Now, when you look at Netflix, for instance, there is a lot of stuff on there which is not exactly beneficial to sound sleep and abundance, right? Watching something about revenge, people kind of fucking each other over, and action movies and horror movies. This isn't going to give you a good night's sleep. So Really? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Sometimes people tell me, they're like, oh my God, I've got so many sleeping problems. And I'm like, well, like what do you do before bed? And they're like, oh, I watch horror movies. I'm like, right, interesting. <laughs> the level of unconsciousness and unawareness sometimes is baffling. But it's, you know, it's, it's, I understand it because there's so much content that we're, that be, we're being bombarded with. They go, oh my God, the number one trending show on whatever. And you look at it and you're like, that's about a serial killer. Why is everybody watching something about a serial killer? So being a little bit more of a connoisseur to the kind of content that you allow into your brain, realizing that it goes in, 
right? Something that people say to me often, they go, oh yeah, I watch that stuff, but it doesn't go in. I'm like, hang on a minute. When you watch a good piece of content, like a movie, the whole way that you know it was a good movie is because it took you in. You forgot that you were watching a movie. You were actually in the story and you were feeling the feeling. So like the shit's going in. So, and especially if you're going into that sleepy state while something is on, then it's really going in. That's like hypnotic suggestion, basically. So getting better at thinking about what do I actually want in my life? And then what kind of content supports that? So for instance, we're entrepreneurs. We love the idea of unlimited potential and creating things out of nowhere. So for instance, a show that we loved watching and we've rewatched a couple of times is Entourage, right? A bunch of friends go to Hollywood and hit one project after another and rise to fame. They're supporting each other, making jokes, being living an abundant life. Now, is this a perfect show that doesn't have some kind of like weird elements? Of course it has some weird elements, but overall it gives you a higher vibratory feeling of potential and possibility. It's lighthearted. So that's a good choice. Something else is a documentaries. Documentaries are great. You're learning something about nature, something about archaeology, whatever it is. It's opening your mind and giving you information. That's better than just a story of people going through hardship Think about how many shows and movies there are where they're like, the we- the wealthy guy is also the bad guy. I'm like, if I see that, I'm like, look, I'm not interested in that because that is just a stereotype that actually isn't reflective of the reality. Mm-hmm. And so just becoming a little bit more, practicing more quality control over what you lend to your brain. To be honest, and this is just me, one of the worst things I think you can do is just to let the normal programming run on its own, right? When you're not choosing anything, you're just literally just putting on a channel and whatever is going in, that to me is like, yo, that's step one. Like you need to cut that out because I mean, hey, do whatever you want. But here's the thing, you are now allowing a stream of stuff into your brain by some company, some company who wants you to pay attention. So they'll show you bad stuff and then they'll show you ads in between the bad stuff. So just being, be aware that it's not as, meaningless and non-impactful as you might think because what goes in is also what will buzz around in there and then that relates to what you get in life so the action step yeah i'm just gonna say it's called television tell a vision and programming programming for a reason it is literally telling you a vision and programming you and it's i think one thing i also want to say just to enhance on this point something that soul's really good at is that sometimes soul will watch content that he enjoys as a man and i think women enjoy some of this stuff too obviously it's not gender specific but there is certain content that soul loves that really triggers me or it doesn't trigger me massively but it just doesn't really relax my nervous system and these are like certain action movies and certain crime movies that chris might go and watch by himself but he wouldn't watch them with me similarly i'll never forget there was a time where chris has gotten to crypto and played around with that that kind of stuff before like most guys have and women obviously as well and I remember I was like oh there's this new crypto doco and so I was like I just really don't want to watch that because he was like that's just gonna make me get my head into that world and it's, that's like overwhelmed and I'm interested in it but it's almost like I'm too interested in it yeah. because it's gonna my brain's gonna get consumed by it and this was like late at night as well so it was just I think sometimes also being aware of like what helps your partner or like the people that you're watching tv with what relaxes their nervous system like if you with someone and they're like, oh, I'm not really sure about horror. Literally do not convince that person Mm. to watch horror. Don't be like, oh my God, you just got to watch it. Like, no. If you have a partner and you know that they've gone through some mother issues or some family stuff, like 
be mindful of the sorts of shows you do because that can really activate things within the subconscious that can make them feel really uneasy. And I think just having that that added awareness is just so important Absolutely. and something that I feel like some people don't think of. And these days now I'm so aware of like, mm, how is this program making the person that I'm watching it feel? Is this the best choice for us to actually enjoy ourselves or is this going to send them into a spiral? Yeah. So the action step here is to actually notice how you feel after watching some of the shows or types of movies that you often watch. I'll give you an example. We watched a Black Mirror, or I remember I watched Black Mirror. I think I watched only two or three episodes back many years ago when it, when it first came out. And the thing I noticed was after each episode, my vibration was lower than it was in the beginning. Don't get me wrong, it was fascinating and well-made and all that kind of stuff, but it was always about some dystopian kind of scenario where basically it was implying that the future is going to be worse than the present mm -hmm. and so at the end of each show i'm like oh I'm a, i have a little bit less hope i have a little more anxiety and i'm going to bed feeling like semi-depressed about what might happen in the future that is not the kind of thing you want to go to bed with so just because it's all around you and in front of you doesn't mean you should be consuming this willy-nilly become more aware and realize it does impact you. So make smarter choices with what you let into your mind, in particular, right before you go to bed. My fourth one is also a money one. And this is making the choice to stop ignoring money or abundance when it comes into your vibrational field. What I mean by this is if you are walking down the street and you see five cents on the ground, Imagine and picture that five cents to be $10,000 and have the reaction that you would if you had just picked up $10,000 on the ground. Like literally start to see all money as equal. Don't look at it as like different amounts, have different vibrations, like treat all money the same. This has been life-changing for me because I used to, you know, money would come in or we'd have like a sale and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. That's that $7 ebook that I made like five years ago. How was, how did someone find the link for that? Cool. Now I'm like, oh my God, the $7 ebook. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah from Campbelltown in Australia. I am sending you so much love. I hope you really enjoy 51 ways to upgrade your vibration. Ah, bless the universe. Like, Sol and I are pretty eccentric with this. We are consistently going on our phone every single time we have someone download Manifesty, start a free trial, log in for a free trial, you join the app. We are literally sending you abundance. Like every payment that comes through, we're like, bless you. I send you so much abundance. I cannot wait to see you manifest your reality through our app. And it's helped me so much because I start to have a better relationship with money. I start to see money as my friend. I start to see money as something to celebrate, something to get behind, something that is energetically always working for me rather than against me. Money is just energy. And how you treat it, whether it's five cents or $10,000, it's just you treating the energy, right? You are treating the energy. So treat this money like with excitement, with joy, with expansion. And yeah, the action step for this is literally just get excited about any abundance that comes into your life. Get excited about any payment that comes through. Get excited about anyone that decides to commit to your program or that random raise that you got or that, you know, refund that you got from whatever it was. Like, Literally get the energy behind each one of those things and feel the abundance, bless the abundance. Say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, universe. And just know that the more grateful you are for the things that come into your reality, the more they will come.
Absolutely. It's it's cause and effect, right? Every action has a reaction. So if your action is that you're sending love and joy and gratitude to money as an entire entity and you're using every little opportunity to do it, then there is the counter effect is that more of it will just start coming into your vibration. Just like if a if a kid isn't happy with the present you give it, you don't give it more presents. If the kid is super ecstatic over any present that you give it, you'll be like, oh my God, every time I go over to my friend's house or I see my little nephew, I'm going to bring a little present because I enjoy that. The universe works the same way, right? So the next thing that we don't do, it's really a self-awareness practice, which is not to join in with low vibratory conversations about the world being bad and getting worse there's a lot of conversation around the world and here's the thing it's always has been like this right there's this phenomena where people get older and they start looking back into the past and they're like ah it used to be better it's it's like a generational phenomena but here's the thing a simple thought exercise will let you know that that's not really the truth because if the world was actually getting worse generation by generation by generation then technically right now it should be a living hell but it's not it's always getting safer it's always getting more abundant there's always more opportunities and so really, this is about when when you notice that you're spending time with people, maybe it's family, maybe it's friends, maybe it's just some random person at the shops and they start like wanting to rift on what sucks about the world and that it's all going to hell. You can either offer something as a counter if you want to have that conversation, but you want to steer it to something more positive or practice becoming kind of like empty to it. You can just passively agree so that you can move past and change the topic. But the action step here is because you might be listening right now and you might actually be under the impression that everything is constantly getting worse because if you watch the usual programming, it looks like things are always getting worse. But this story doesn't really hold water when you zoom out a bit. So there is a great TED talk, which I highly recommend. I think I might've even recommended it in a different episode, but it, it's worth watching called The Surprising Decline in Violence by Steven Pinker. It's a TED Talk where he talks you through statistics from the last thousand years. And he talks about things like assaults and murders and how many wars are going on on the planet at any given time. And you'll see the thing that he lays out is that for a thousand years, the world has been getting safer. Our opportunities have been getting greater. We now have insurance and Uber Eats and all these things. We have all these comforts that we start taking for granted and then we don't realize what an incredible time we're actually alive in so just don't get sucked into these conversations that are really an illusion where somebody's just focusing on one tiny little fragment and then critiquing it whilst screening out the broader reality that this is an insanely incredible time to be alive realize that existence is reading your vibration and if you're just sitting there cranky being like oh this all sucks then you're not really going to be vibrating at a frequency that's going to bring you more of what you want. It's going to bring you more of what you don't want. So practice that self-awareness. Be the person that steers the conversation into something slightly more optimistic. Or if you just want to avoid it altogether, learn to become empty to the conversation so that you don't become a counterforce to somebody's argument where somebody just is just looking for somebody to disagree so that they can unload all of their negative facts they've been collecting. So yeah, stop joining in to negative conversations. That is the action step. So this next one is really an extension from what you just spoke about, which is 
I no longer participate in self-deprecating jokes. I used to do this all the time. I used to neg myself like you wouldn't believe. And I really do feel like this is actually something in our culture as Australians. We are always making fun of ourselves and degrading ourselves and being like the butt of the joke. And that's like really funny. And now that I really understand manifestation, the law of attraction, I understand that that is basically just like bonding over negative affirmations, which is just really like not a positive thing to do. Is this something that you used to do a lot? A hundred percent. And I mean, you do it at yourself, but you also do it at each other. Mm. You have entire groups of friends who are just basically paying each other out all day long and cutting each other down. It's a very human thing. It's a very common thing. But yeah, it's bonding over limiting yourself, basically, which... Ideally, you want to be with people who big you up, who support you, who tell you that your dreams are possible. But, you know, those are few and far between. And it's okay. You learn to accept the ones that aren't. But 100%, I think I think making fun of yourself and whatever part of you, you know, oh, I've always spent all my money. Oh, I suck at saving. Oh, I can never I can do this. It's just like, it's an affirmation. Mm. It's an affirmation. And you are teaching the people around you how they should reinforce what version of you they should reinforce if you're okay with making fun of yourself about that then everybody else will be like great well that's fair game then i guess we'll we'll keep making fun of you for that as well and it just becomes more and more entrenched in your identity yeah i so. think one thing to really look out for is with this particular one is your family i'm very lucky in the sense that i don't feel like i've had this necessarily like in my family there are some things that like have come up where i'm like hey don't say that to me anymore i'm not a 50 year old rat bag that doesn't know how to clean her room but I definitely see this with some people where they are constantly letting these kind of just little jabs like get used all the time at the family dinner table and it's something that they're always saying and letting like be said to them and I think you have to really catch that out and be like hey I've changed that's not me anymore or hey I don't I don't like that you say that and this doesn't mean that you can't make a joke like at the end of the day we can all make jokes and have fun like life is meant to be fun like this isn't meant to be like some serious thing but I do think being really aware of this and also specifically if you are someone that looks at yourself in the mirror and when you're around other people you then neg yourself in front of other people in order to get affirmations from other people really look at that behavior and ask yourself why is it that you need to put yourself down in order to fill yourself up? Because this is something that I see all the time, especially like with people that have low self-love. Like I definitely used to do this. I used to look in the mirror and be like, oh, this just looks shit on me. Oh, my hair looks shit. And I was doing this because I was literally crying out for love and attention because I believed that love was outside of myself. I didn't realize that love was actually within myself. So I was looking in this reflection being like, I look like shit. I look like this. Someone say something to to me to make me feel good when really you have to realize that like actually you're the only person that can fill up your own cup you can't just get all these words from other people and be like oh yeah now i feel good that they're, they're just fleeting 100%. like it's such an inward job that you have to do and, and as the saying goes if you live by people's praise you will die by their criticisms uh, yes so it's like hey there's nothing wrong with it you can do that if you want you can use uh you know victim mentality to gain attention and love from people hey everybody's done that at one point or another but 
do realize that you are building something on thin ice there because if somebody decides one day not to be compassionate and not to be supportive while you're playing your your little fiddle of self-misery then suddenly you're fresh out of love and attention and validation it's much better just to learn to develop a better relationship with yourself within your own head and like you're saying before it's not about going to an extreme. It's not like, oh, I can never make fun of myself ever oh, that again. That would be so fucking boring. Totally. It's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's it's a great demonstration of humility and disarming people if you can make fun of yourself a little bit in front of them. But there are different degrees. There is making a little joke every once in a while and giving some praise away to something else. And then there is just basically continually reinforcing a negative belief about yourself there is extreme humility mm. there's extreme deprecation mm. and yeah just just being aware just trying to find the middle ground with I, that i would say the action step for this one is this is specifically to people that use putting themselves down as a way to connect with other people really challenge yourself to connect with other people in other ways you do not have to be the butt of the joke in order to have people like you you do not have to lower yourself in order for other people to connect with you so really just be mindful and have a watchful eye of this and then really just try and flip it around and catch yourself out. Meditation would really help with this. Yes. <laughs> All right. What's your last one, Bob? My last one is to pay attention to when your mind is trying to put you into a binary choice trap. Ooh. So black and white thinking is rife in our society and the mind likes to do black and white thinking. It likes to jump to extremes because it's it, it saves glucose, right? And what ends up happening is that you end up creating like A or B choices in life a lot. It's like, well, either you love your career and you get paid next to nothing or you get paid lots of money, but you hate your career. And like a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, well, it's one or the other. And it's either your love or it's money. But like challenge yourself to think of scenarios and believe that you might even be able to achieve scenarios where you can have both. Mm -hmm. So rather than always saying it's either or, well, what if both were possible? And the way that I allow myself to even think like that, because it's not how I was raised to think, it's not how I used to think, is I have a story in my own mind. I have a mindset that I, I expect to get lucky. I expect to be the exception. And so maybe for most people, they can only have one or the other, but I'm going to find one way or another to figure out how to have both. Can I just and, say here, yeah. you are the definition of the lucky boy syndrome before the lucky girl syndrome actually became a trending thing. You have literally been doing this for years. Like you are the biggest person of expect to get lucky. And whenever I am in some kind of doubt or some kind of lack, or like, is it going to work out? Oh, I don't know. You're like, Rosh, just expect to get lucky. Literally. Of course it will. We will make the flight. We will do the thing. And your mindset and that has now rubbed off on me. Like, and it's, it's such a beautiful mindset to have because it's this, this expectation that, yeah, it is possible. It's this expanded view. I, I just love this and, about and, you. And it creates self-fulfilling prophecies yeah. because it's so easy to go to the airport and think that it's going to be, gonna, you're going to be delayed and the person in front at the counter is going to be like a certain way and like your mind goes through all these negative scenarios but just become bigger than it and be like nah you know what i'm gonna be the exception i'm gonna get a great person at the counter i'm gonna have no queue i'm gonna get there right before the queue starts to like go into overboard i'm gonna be right at the front the amount of scenarios that i've been in where 
it really seems like everything's going to go this way. And I'm like, no, 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 it's going to go this way. It's going to go this way. It's going to go this way. And then it does. Mm -hmm. It really works. And you know what? Even if every once in a while it doesn't work out, it's still, it's soothing. It makes you enjoy life so much more. It makes you think expandedly. If you can expect that, like, okay, I'm going to be the exception. I'm going to be able to have both one way or another. It's more fun. Life is more fun. And you also, it makes you more curious and creative in thinking about what's possible. So the action step there is like, think about the next time when your mind goes, well, you're either going to have that or you're going to have this. And then challenge yourself to think, well, what would it look like? What would be required for me to be able to have both? I got to say, one of my favorite quotes that we have ever read is from Harv T. Eckhart, and it is, rich people always choose both. Rich people always choose both. Rich people always choose both. And I, I love that. That's something that we have lived by. Like there have been so many examples in our life where we've had to, we, we, we thought we had to make like a limiting choice. And so like, oh, should we do this or this? Or if we do this, we can't do this. And then we've literally turned to each other and just with like a smirk on our face, reading each other's mind, looked and gone, rich people always choose both. Let's do them both. Let's yeah. just make it work. And I even just thinking having this mindset that you can get lucky, that you can have both, it allows you to just expand into what's possible. Yeah. It's it's just watch out for these generalizations that your mind throws at you and that other people will throw at you. You'll hear people say like, oh, there's no women left, you know, who are like this. So I'll never meet someone, a partner like this. And it's like, there is no way that you can possibly take into account three and a half billion people in saying that. So it's wrong. And there is someone out there. And if you believe in the law of attraction, the manifestation, if you understand and install that perspective, you will know that the best thing you can possibly do is to look for that miracle, mm. to expect that miracle. Now we have all these terms, the law of assumption, lucky girl syndrome. This is all pointing at the same thing. It's like, expect that you will be the exception. Because why not? Mm. Okay, our last one is very similar to this one, but it's a nuance and I, I love this one. And it is all about not finding the flaws in another person's success. This has been a really big one for me and it's something that I think I really subconsciously used to do. I'll give you a prime example. I used to see like a red Ferrari drive past and in my head there would be a voice that would go, oh, he must have a small dick. Like that was just like the story in my head guy in a red Ferrari, he must have a small dick. And I'm sure that's because somewhere along the lines, like men have said that to me before when they've seen a, a Ferrari because they've felt threatened. It's like, oh, he must be compensating for something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like subconsciously, I used to have this subconscious story in my head that whenever I saw someone in a place of power or success or abundance, I had to find the flaw. And I wasn't consciously finding the flaw. It was like a subconscious habit. So it was like, oh, Ferrari, red Ferrari, small dick. Rich person, ooh, must be evil. Ooh, hot mom out there, oh, she must have got the money from her dad or she must have a sugar daddy. Like there were all these subconscious stories and these stereotypes that I were letting leak into my life. And I have really become aware of these stereotypes. And now when I see someone that's wealthy, rich, abundant, I don't try and find the flaw. Instead, I'm like, I celebrate you. I celebrate your abundance. Well done, amazing. Like just ride on you for getting that abundance and living that life. And this has been really freeing for me because I really do believe that when you are always looking for flaws, when you're always looking for problems within people, what you're really doing is you're believing that in order to attract abundance or in order to be an abundant person, then 
there has to be something wrong. There has to be something that is fucking up or that is evil or that is dirty about it. And that's this subconscious belief in that background of your head that like, it's not meant for you. It's bad. It's evil. You shouldn't have it. And that, that is stopping you from getting it. Because here's the thing. If you want to be a good person, if you have a value on being a good hearted person, but subconsciously you believe that wealthy, abundant, rich people are evil, manipulative, wrong, then what's going to happen? You're not going to attract becoming a wealthy, abundant, rich person. You're going to be like, wealth is dirty. Being rich is evil. And then in your subconscious, because like attracts like, you'll be like, actually, no, 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 no. I I can't have wealth. I can't have money. I can't have abundance. I've got to push that away from myself because I'm a good person and good people aren't evil. Good people aren't rich. Good people aren't abundant. That's not meant for me. And this awareness for me has been wild. And it's because... Even if consciously you're like, no, 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 I really want that. But if you haven't identified, you might have a low down Mm. old story from when you were like a kid or something. You might have had an uncle or something who was broke and he just, the way that he dealt with it was anytime he saw symbols of wealth, he had to like shit on it in front of you Mm. in order to make himself feel better. It's okay that I don't have that. I don't need a house anyway. I don't need to have a, do you really need that? You know, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, it's not that you need that, but the question is, what's the vibrational signature that you're sending out with your emotions when you see that, when you're presented with that. And if it's a negative one, then all you're saying to the universe is, I don't want that. Mm. And if you're saying that means bad, well, then you know you're good, right? So even if you win the bloody lottery, okay, you will find ways to get rid of that money. Yeah. And and it won't seem direct. It's like, it, it's not that you wanted to give it away, but you'll make a couple of investments, and, but without really double checking, you'll give out some loans to people who you know are not going to pay it back. You'll start making all of these frivolous decisions to give away the money, to get rid of it, because you know that deep down in your programming, it's good for you not to have it. So, you know, if you are looking to be financially abundant, and why wouldn't you want mm-hmm. to be financially abundant? Think about it. We have these weird stories about this but at the end of the day it gives you more time it gives you more time it allows you to feel more safe it allows you to develop yourself more it allows you to access the best of everything the best knowledge the best services the best food it allows you to look after you know it's like this story it's wild that in our society we have a negative connotation to this energy form that is financial abundance that gives you anything else basically yeah i also want to say something that i notice as a woman right and i I feel like this happens a lot in female circles that i have to be very very, very mindful of is when there is another woman that is successful or another woman that is reaching some level of abundance or success in her life. I see so often that as women, we are trying to find a hole in her success there. We're trying to find the floor. And I feel that this is something that I used to do myself. And it's also something that I see happen a lot with other women. It's like another woman's success threatens my success. So therefore I must find something wrong with her. I must find an ick about her. I must find something where she's genuine or that I don't like. And I feel that that for me is something that I'm so mindful of these days. If I see another woman shining and in her light and abundant and just having all the things that she wanted, you know, in front of her, I really look at it. I go, amazing. And when my mind goes, oh, where's the floor? I go, no, 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 amazing. And it's like, no, 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 must find that. No, 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 amazing. It's like, no, must find the floor. No, 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 amazing. Like this is something I really had to try, like try and and train my mind to do because this was, 
I think just like from a young age, finding the flaws in rich people, finding the flaws in successful people. I think it's something that we do in order to make ourselves feel enough because we look at other people's success as something that takes away from our own life. And really another person's success is just an indication of what you are capable of. Another person's light is just a reflection of the own light with inside of you. And you have to look at other people and go, wow, if you're doing that, that means I can do that. I bless your abundance. You can take it as an opportunity to let the universe know what you like and what you aim to attract. Walking past a beautiful house, you could say, that's so me. You know, when you see somebody driving an amazing car, you go, wow, I bless your abundance. I look forward to having my own at some point. So this is literally your action step. Last action step is bless other people's abundance. Sol and I literally, we see people drive past in a fast, beautiful car, or we walk past a beautiful house, or we walk past someone that's wearing like epic clothes. And we'll literally look at each other and go, I bless that person's abundance. I bless your abundance. I bless your wealth. I bless your vibes. And I feel like doing that, it's telling the universe, hey, I like this. I'm a match for this. I vibe with this. And like celebrating other people and rather than trying to pick them apart, that's just, it's such a a tiny shift in awareness, but it can have such a big difference in your vibration and just how you attract things. And I also find that ever since we started doing this a few years ago, we just now have these people and these circumstances and these things that come into our life in such beautiful synchronicities because we're not threatened by them. Classic example right now, we are literally in Seoul's childhood home. <laughs> if it's echoing a little bit, we're in a completely kind of furnitureless home. We've just landed in Germany. We're here to see Seoul's grandma who's just on the same street. And you're, we have a Porsche parked in, our, in, in, your, in the driveway. <laughs> Yeah, my, my uncle's girlfriend. <laughs> and it Porsche. was so funny. We were like, I, amazing. This is such a match. Like, we'd love to have a Porsche in, in Germany. What a great car to be parked in the driveway. It, it's such a match for us. <laughs> so I just, you know, celebrating other people's abundance and finding little things that make you smile and you can get excited about other people that are, you know, doing good things and having what they want in their life. It's, it's the difference between competing and creating. 100%. You have to remember you came here to create you are a limitless creator you didn't come here to fight over the scarce resources that are here because that is a lack vibration yeah and and we do live in a society that glorifies competition we give kids little medals and stuff and we're like here you're number one you're number two you're number three and it can program you into this mentality that there is not enough to go around and i better i better fight for my little piece but it's like that's not the only way you could go about that yeah and i also feel like we live in a society that really we bond over lack and we bitch over abundance yeah and i think that yeah such an interesting energetic awareness. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. These are little things that we are always being mindful of. There are so many more, but if you can just take the action steps from this and download them as pieces of awareness in your mind and just become more aware on a day-to-day basis. And if you haven't already, go and check out Manifesty app. We literally have meditations, affirmations, tools, tricks, things that are in there to literally support you on this manifestation journey so you can stay in vibration alignment so you can raise your vibration and so you can attract the things that you really desire in this life because you deserve everything that you want all right we're sending you so much love and we will see you in the next one thank you for joining me for this episode you can discover more from mindspo on instagram and tiktok by following at mindspo and myself at rochelle underscore fox 
If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations, and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.